0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Exodus chapter 6. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. Because of my mighty hand, he will let them go. Because of my mighty hand, he will drive them out of his country. God also said to Moses, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham to Isaac, and to Jacob, as God Almighty. But by my name, the Lord, I did not make myself fully known to them. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, where they resided as foreigners. Moreover, I have heard the groaning of the Israelites, whom the Egyptians are enslaving, and I have remembered my covenant. Therefore, say to the Israelites, I am the Lord. And I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. I will free you from being slaves to them, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my own people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God, who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. And I will bring you to the land I swore with uplifted hand to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give it to you as a possession. I am the Lord. Moses reported this to the Israelites, but they did not listen to him because of their discouragement and harsh labor. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go, tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to let the Israelites go out of his country. But Moses said to the Lord, If the Israelites will not listen to me, why would Pharaoh listen to me, since I speak with faltering lips? Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron about the Israelites and Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he commanded them to bring the Israelites out of Egypt. These were the heads of their families. The sons of Reuben, the firstborn son of Israel, were Hanok and Palau, Hezron and Carmi. These were the clans of Reuben. The sons of Simeon were Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jakin. Zohar, and Shaul, the son of a Canaanite woman. These were the clans of Simeon. These were the names of the sons of Levi, according to their records, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. Levi lived a 137 years. The sons of Gershon by clans were Libni and Shemi. The sons of Kohath were Amram, Izhar, Hebron, Uzziel, Kohath lived 133 years. The sons of Merari were Mahali and Mushi. These were the clans of Levi according to their records. Amram married his father's sister, Joshebed, who bore him Aaron and Moses. Amram lived 137 years. The sons of Izhar were Korah, Nephag, and Zikri. The sons of Uzziel were Mishael. Elizaphan and Sitri. Aaron married Elishabba, daughter of Amminadab and sister of Nashon, and she bore him Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. The sons of Korah were Aser, Elkanah, and Abisath. These were the Korite clans. Eleazar, son of Aaron, married one of the daughters of Putiel, and she bore him Phineas. These were the heads of the Levite families, clan by clan. It was this Aaron and Moses to whom the Lord said, Bring the Israelites out of Egypt by their divisions. They were the ones who spoke to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, about bringing the Israelites out of Egypt. This same Moses and Aaron. Now when the Lord spoke to Moses in Egypt, he said to him, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, everything I tell you. But Moses said to the Lord, Since I speak with faltering lips, why would Pharaoh listen to me? So, in this chapter, the Lord reveals his name, Yahweh, which in most versions of the Bible appears as Lord, spelled out all in capital letters. So, reading from the NIV, Exodus 6-2, God said to Moses, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob. As God Almighty, but by my name, the Lord, I did not make myself fully known to them. Now, another version, this is the uh, Christian Standard Bible. Then God spoke to Moses, telling him, I am Yahweh. I appeared to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as God Almighty, but I did not reveal my name, Yahweh, to them. And so this name, the revelation of the sacred name, came first To Moses, apparently, even though as you read through the Old Testament prior to this chapter, you'll see the name of Yahweh inserted. But of course, it's written by Moses, who recognized who was speaking at various times in Israel's history. And so the revelation of the name, the I Am and the the name Yahweh or Jehovah, as some Bibles translate the name, it occurs initially in Exodus chapter 6 and uh, in these first verse 2 and verse 3. And the Lord goes on to say in verse four, I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, where they resided as foreigners. Moreover, I have heard the groaning of the Israelites, whom the Egyptians are enslaving, and I have remembered my covenant. And of course, this is the covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Therefore, say to the Israelites, I am the Lord. In other words, tell them, Yahweh, I am Yahweh. And I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. I will free you from being slaves to them. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my own people, and I will be your God. And so let me just stop right there for a second. These these verses, verse 6 and 7. This is a very, very important passage in Judaism. Because from this passage, the tradition of the Passover cups... Being used and named, there are four Passover cups used in traditional Judaism, probably from the first Passover, but certainly from early in Judaism till now, and so for some 3,500 years they've used four Passover cups, and the names of these four cups come from Exodus chapter six, verse six and seven, and so the first cup is the the cup of sanctification, and it's based on God's statement, "I will bring you out." from under the yoke of the Egyptians. And so I'll bring you out. I'll sanctify you. And then the cup of plagues, or sometimes it's known as the cup of deliverance, comes from the statement, I will free you from slavery to them. And the third cup is the cup of redemption. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm, the Lord said. So this is the cup of redemption. And then finally, the cup of praise or the cup of acceptance. I will take you as my own people, And I will be your God is the phrase that from which they develop the cup of praise or the cup of acceptance. And so these Passover cups and names and this declaration, I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. I will free you from being slaves to them. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my own people and I will be your God. And so this is a very, very uh, important sequence of promises that, of course, God is going to make good. And he goes on to say, then you will know that I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. And I will bring you to the land I swore with uplifted hand to give to Abraham, to Isaac and to Jacob. I will give it to you as a possession. I am the Lord. And so this is a part of this declaration in this chapter. We go through a long list of descendants, descendants. The descendants that are named in this chapter, many of them will appear in the wilderness wandering. And so uh, I, um, I'm not going to comment on those except to say you'll see some of those names again. In verse 20, we learn that um, Moses' father and mother were named Amram was the father and Joshebed was the mother. And um, they were the the father and mother, of course, of Aaron and of Moses and of their sister Miriam, who we'll learn more about later. And it says Amram lived to be 137 years old. So he was a, a long-lived fellow, like Moses his son was to be. In verse 28, Moses responds to the Lord who's, who's speaking, and Moses makes another excuse. First, the Lord spoke to Moses in Egypt, and he said to him, I am the Lord, tell Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, everything I tell you. But Moses said to the Lord, Since I speak with faltering lips, why would Pharaoh listen to me? In other words, if it's all about good oratory skills, I don't have anything to bring to the party. And of course, it's not all about who's the best spokesman, it's about who's speaking for Yahweh. And so um, uh, Moses made an excuse, not really understanding fully what God intended to do and by way of backing him up. But Moses, by my reckoning, this is Moses' fifth excuse to the Lord. He was trying to find some way out of this because it was very, very hard. And it was very frightening to oppose the most powerful nation on earth and to be the de facto leader to a group of people that were not accepting you readily. This was a very, very daunting task and a daunting situation. But by the grace of God, Moses continues to embrace his destiny. And uh, we'll follow up on that in the next chapter. Lord, we recognize the promises that you did, in fact, bring out uh, the Jews from under the yoke of the Egyptians. You did, in fact, free them from being slaves. You did redeem them with an outstretched arm. And, Lord, they are your people and you are their God. Lord, let them be aware of the fullness of your love for them today. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.